0: 2023 was, on balance, a pretty good year, especially for investors. It it was a pretty good year for stocks. It was a pretty good year for bonds. but, But how good? How did 2023 stack up? And we, here at the buzz on business, we will be running a little experiment over the next 12 months. We're creating our very own hypothetical fund. We're calling it Big Brothers Double Think Fund. More on it in a minute. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career over 40 years as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the Accredited Estate Planner Professional Designations. Now, I'm living my best life. Bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you or might be you, you're in the right place. If it's not you, you're still in the right place. We're glad you're here. Friday seems like, I don't know, a year ago? Stocks finished the day, week, month, and year to the downside, but not by much. The Dow Jones Industrials were off a minuscule 21 points. That's less than one-tenth of a percent and start the new year at 37,690. The S&P 500 was off 14 points. That's three-tenths of a percent and it closed at 4,770. The Nasdaq Composite was down a bit more. It was nearly six points or six-tenths of a point to the downside, 84 points, and closed at 15,011. The XRT retailers were off over 1%. They closed at $72.32, down 79 cents. As of today, we will stop reporting on the XRT retailers as part of our daily stock market report we will, be, we will begin including the performance of the Direxion Daily Semiconductor Bull Fund we'll explain more in just a minute but on Friday that fund was down a whopping 2.55% and closed at $31.40 off 82 Bonds were mixed. The two-year treasury closed with a yield of 4.25%. That's off three basis points. The yield on the 20-year was up three ticks and it now yields 4.182%. Oil was off 69 cents and closed at $71.29 cents. Likewise, gold was off $11.70 a troy ounce, and it begins the day, week, month, and year at $2,071.80. Speaking of 2023, this podcast, The Buzz on Business, began during this past year. It's really new, and yet has become a labor of love for me And for everyone here at the Ministry of Truth, while we began with high hopes, we expected it would be months or even years before we had any listeners to speak of. We were wrong. The response has been as gratifying as it has been surprising. Would you consider giving us a hand in growing this podcast in 2024? A rating and a review on Apple or Spotify would make a tremendous difference. It's, it's one of life's enduring ironies that the best way to build an audience is to have an audience. And the next best way is ratings and reviews. We'd really appreciate it. So, 2023 was good for stocks, which is fantastic. But more so since 2022 was so bad. The Dow Jones Industrials in 2023, they were up 13.7% versus 2022, where they were down 8.78%. The the S&P 500 was up 24.23% last year, but in 2022, they were down. 19.44%, 19.44%, the NASDAQ composite. Just think for a second, what do you think the NASDAQ composite was up last year? Come up with a number in your head. And you were wrong. They were up 43.42%. Spectacular year for the techs. But in 2022, well, they were down 33.12 percent bond bond yields finished about where they started in 2023 the two-year treasury the two-year treasury was down just two basis points after skyrocketing in 2022 it was up over 300 basis points in 2022 Uh, when yields go up bonds go down so it was a bad year in 2022 for bonds the yield on the 20 year was up three basis points over this past year both ends of the yield curve made long circuitous round trips in the last 12 months oil oil was down about nine dollars a barrel in 2023 gold on the other hand was up a spectacular 245 dollars and 60 cents that's 13 and a half percent a pretty good year to be a gold bug so, what is this Big Brother's Double Think Fund? Well, it's an experiment. Uh, it's an experiment we're going to run over the course of the next 12 months and report on it in detail on our premium episodes. Although, we'll keep our daily listeners up to date as best we can. We're starting with a hypothetical $100,000. We will invest 50% in the S&P 500 but in the equal weight version of the index. Actually, it's the Invesco S&P 500 Equal Weight ETF. The symbol for that fund is RSP. So we'll be reporting on the RSP every day on the daily podcast. The other hypothetical, the other hypothetical $50,000 will be invested in the SOXL. That's the Direxion Daily Semiconductor Bull Fund, which is really very interesting. It leverages the already pretty volatile semiconductors 3 to 1. If the semis are up 1%, this fund aims to be up 3%. 1%, 3%. Likewise, if the semis are down 2%, this fund will probably be down 6%. At the end of each trading day, every single day, the Big Brother Doublethink Fund will be rebalanced, rebalanced, so it starts at 50-50 every morning. The fund's rationale and progress throughout the year will be, as I said, a regular feature of our premium podcast, but briefly, I've been thinking about a concept I've described as vertical diversification. The Big Brother Doublethink Fund is an example a radical example of that concept it also happens to be the topic of next week's premium episode maybe now is the time for you to get off the fence and sign up and that is your buzz on business Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business. I like I'm stock market news and don't forget our premium episodes. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Walsh.